Hello everyone and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Lobot Podcast. I'm Tyler. I am the faithful Josh. The faithful Josh? Because you lied to me last week. How did I lie to you, you last are, week? You are the anti-Woj. I'm, oh yeah, I'm anti-Woj. Yeah, freaking liar. So, Adrian Wojnarowski, well known for his uh, reporting skills, will drop knowledge bombs on the NBA world about the leaks and what not happens. I got a bit of information wrong and said it on the pod. So now I'm the anti-Woj. Every week I'll come to you with a new bit of wrong information. <laughs> Firstly, I just can I say how perfectly you pronounced his surname? Adrian Because I can never do it. Yeah, I can never do it. I just say Woj because I'm horrible at it. I that just know, rolled off the tongue. That's really impressive. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Now, what knowledge did I get wrong last week? So last week you said um, Mo. No, what? Who was it? Some Luke some guard wing. Luke Mabatamute signed with Portland. Portland when he actually he signed, signed with Houston. Is that correct? With Houston, yes, that is correct. Gotcha, gotcha. So my, we my... that whole podcast we were going on about how great. Portland's chances are now that they have a really big <laughs> and prominent wing defender. And that is not the case. They are yeah. still bad. They They're have still no in a defenders. So, yeah, thanks, anti Woj. I appreciate uh, that. No problem. Ready for the knowledge bomb this week, guys? Drop. Um, so, th- there's been big news. You there also, has been big news. You also, it's not so much a lie, but I, I, I was led to believe that Bradley Bill would be joining his team. <laughs> In the bubble. Hang on, that's... No, that's actual news. I'm going to give you an anti-Woj bomb. Oh, you're going to draw... Okay, what's the anti-Woj bomb? Dennis Rodman has signed to the Bulls. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of true. That's not true at all. I mean, he did He did sign with the Bulls at one point. He has played for the Bulls at one point in his career 20 years ago, but... Yeah, he wasn't signed. That's an anti-Woj bomb. That is the incorrect <laughs> knowledge for this week. So, incorrect for actual knowledge. nooge... For actual news. news. And I saw this and I couldn't, I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait for the pod. I had to message you and let you know, hit you with this, like a fucking bullet straight through your heart. Bradley (laughs) Beal will not be playing in the NBA restart. Oh, so again, last week's pod. Should we we just destroy last week's pod? I think so. Like everything we spoke about on last week's pod may as well have not been talked about. There is no point. Bradley Beal is not coming into the bubble. He's not dropping 50 points a game. Washington have no one. They've got Rui, playoff Rui and, and Thomas Bryant. That's about it. And Bonga. How can I forget Bonga? That's it. Playoff Bonga. Playoff Bonga, man. I'm here to see it. But that team is, is trash now. They're, yeah, they're not they're, making the playoffs. They've, got, they've lost all hope. Oh, do you know what I forgot to do? Because I was going to put... A John Wall sipping a Mai Tai on the beach as the pitcher for that week. But I completely slipped and put bloody Vic, Vic, Victor Oladipo. Look, I saw you post Victor Oladipo and I was waiting for the John Wall post and you never did it and now it's too late. It's way because, too late. Yeah, Washington talk is just gone now. Since Bradley Beal, it's Washington due to talk has injury. always been gone. No one gives a fuck about what Washington was. I care about Washington. Are you joking? I love Washington. You've got nothing to say right now. I That's... just, I don't like Washington at all. I love him. Just something, and, and just admittedly, it's, it was uh, from Gilbert Arenas to John Wall. And I really, like, I liked Gilbert Arenas and Washington at that point. You know, that ugly bronze, yeah, that brown bronze color. Brown. Yeah. 
heart. There was like the top was black, the bottom was brown. It was yeah, disgusting. That jersey was horrible. Did you say sweater? Yeah. <laughs> uh maybe. I don't know. I'm all uh, the, the place, ugly man. brown sweater. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I I liked them then. And then when John Wall came into the league and got robbed of Rookie of the Year by, by Blake Griffin, I'll never forget it. But that's the true Rookie of the Year, in case anyone's wondering. No that one's jersey wondering. change, <laughs> that jersey change was when I really, really fell in love with Washington. And like I said, I'm a sucker for a dumpster fire, and I, I'm very sad to see their playoff chances go down. Abs because... go down, gone. <laughs> Why are they even in the bubble at this point? Look, I don't know, man. I really don't know. They should not have been invited to the bubble. This is the Bonga Bryant connection. The Bonga Bryant connection. Two former Lakers <laughs> coming together to miss the playoffs again. Oh my gosh. Hey, man, we're, uh, Lakers are in the playoffs. What are you, what are you talking no, about? No, not, not the current Lakers, the former Lakers, Thomas Bryant and Lakers. Isaac Bonga. Yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Did you also, before I forget... Did you remember that we have a bet on this year's playoffs? That if Nuggets face Lakers and winner gets 50 bucks? Yep. yep. I remember. You haven't forgotten. You haven't forgotten. No, okay. Not. I'm hyped. What are the chances that we play each other on the bubble? Uh, playoffs. So not, not a regular season in the bubble, in the actual playoffs. Yeah, yeah. In, I don't in know. The playoffs, yeah. Because you've know. got you've got pretty high seating, so you'd be on the bottom bracket. We'd, we'd yeah, be on the top. We're like the third or fourth. Yeah, okay. So we probably, we might not. We might not. Unless you guys tear shit up, which I, I'm confident you will. <sighs> I don't know, man. Thin Jokic is going to be like lightning. For He's some reason so in my brain, good. I thought that was a new person. Thinny Jokic. <laughs> <laughs> some other European lad we've imported. Some some team signed his brother Thinny Jokic in hopes to sign him in the off season. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all the fucking, all the other Giannis's, all the other yeah. Antikuntos. <laughs> This will be this will be a trend moving forward. Is they'll just sign their like brothers, which are, are not good at basketball, but in hopes to get the actual yeah, good brother. That's like J.R. Smith's brother played on the Knicks with him. Did he? Did you not know that? I don't remember this at all. So during J.R. Smith's 2012 Sixth Man of the Year, he his brother played on the same team. His brother's name's like fucking R.J. Smith or something. Look it up after <laughs> the pod. It'll be fucking R.J. Smith. <laughs> Jay Smith. <laughs> it'll be it'll be Smith Smith played with J.R. Smith on the on the Knicks. He must have been hopeless if I never remember that. Like <laughs> I don't absolutely think he was very hopeless. Good. I don't think he was very good. Okay. Well, speaking of New York, I got another bit of New York news no! for you. No. What? It's... What? What fucking news comes out of New York now? Huh? Tell me. Tell me. So so Brooklyn, they've been putting oh, in some work. Yes. Other New York. Yeah, you the shit in New York. Um, they the one that's going to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> they signed the sixth man of the year, uh-huh. Jamal Crawford. Jamal fucking Crawford. I love it. When this news dropped by, by Shams, mm-hmm. like all the comments I was seeing is like, is it possible for a, a sixth man of the year to win it in eight games? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I love that's it. Funny. Do you, what is, is he? 40, he's 40 years old. He yeah. just... Chuck shots. He's not a great. Oh, he's a horrible defender right now. He they just need the people, though. They need people to fill the roster. Did you hear the other rumor about the the guy that's going to be signed by Brooklyn very soon? Possibly. I mean, I heard who else they signed. Who they signed? Beasley. I thought that. Oh, was that confirmed now? Yeah, he signed. Oh, cool. 
All right, my boys are back together. Jamal Crawford and, and Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley, if you don't know, he's really good friends with Kevin Durant. That's probably That's... why he made it under the team. This team right now is just... The... It reminds me of the Timberwolves. They're just putting friends together. Yeah, it doesn't, it's not going to work. It doesn't work. mean anything. It's not going like... to work. This team's shit. <sighs> ship off Levert. Ship off Dinwiddie. Make a good team out of that. Don't, don't bring down Levert and Dinwiddie and, and Jarrett Allen with this bullshit. I hate Brooklyn. You know they not, will. Not the city. They'll ship them the... off for fucking another DeAndre Jordan. Where's Andre Jordan? Get Andre Drummond. I don't care he's on 37 million or whatever the heck is making. For some <clears throat> reason, Durant and Kyrie are the fucking GMs of this team. Dude, it, it seems like it, right? Like, you know they're what, the mayor, you know they're the governor. Be? It was net, the Nets dumpster fire of they traded away their future for old Paul Pierce, Kevin Garner, and AK-47. To now they've done this miraculous rebuild. They and they've Joe done Johnson it amazingly. Well. Yeah, they had, sorry, yeah. they had fucking uh, sleep man Joe Johnson. Yeah. And now they, they did a miraculous rebuild. Now they're, they're throwing it all away for the stars. It's come full circle. That'll yeah. be like the history of here's why you don't let your players like run mm-hmm. the front office. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. This is it's horrible. Mm. This team looks real bad. There's so much drama on paper. This team doesn't make sense. I don't know. Like, I get you're just trying to fill roster spots with Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley, but still, that's effort they've put into that, and it makes zero sense. You've got teams like Washington, which just don't care right now because they know nothing they do is going to matter. I don't see why they're just doing this to appease KD, who's not even playing. He's on the bench. Well, I don't get it. Look, I hate they, this Brooklyn team. They, they needed to sign someone for the playoffs because half their roster's out. Right? How many? Yeah. So KD, Kyrie, DeAndre, Levert, and then I think there's like two more that are out. Right? Yep. And these are all your main guys. So you How many just minutes need do you think Jamal Crawford's getting? Ten. Ten? Ten minutes. I'm going to do 20. I'm going to double it. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, You're Jamal give... Crawford. That's he's half his age. Look, he's... <laughs> he is going to be shooting 20 shots in 20 minutes. How he's... quickly are they going to fucking... <laughs> are they... No defense? Dude, what else is Jamal Crawford going to do on this shitty team? What is he going to do? They don't play Dinwiddie properly. They don't play Levert properly. They don't play Jarrett Allen for whatever fucking reason. But yet, Jamal Crawford, come on in. Beasley will pass it to you from the baseline. Beasley will not pass. I mean, that's all he knows how to do. Do you know what's going to happen? They're going to allow players to be on the bench, and KD's going to be on the bench, and he's going to cheer and clap every time Beasley touches the ball (laughs) like his son. Ooh, something we haven't talked about. Because there hasn't been a lot of news on it. You just reminded me. So there's not going to be any fans in, in the stands, mm-hmm. in the crowd. It's just going to be other players. What do you think that's going to be like? Because I heard Adam Silver say that they may need to put a slight delay on the live feed due to possible cuss words from other players. But I've, I haven't really thought about it too much. I feel like this is going to be like one of the most amazing experiences we've had as basketball fans. Absolutely. You put it's just it's just the players and the players react when good stuff happens or the players are seeing stuff differently. That's great. I want mm. like a tournament experience. All the players are shoulder to shoulder. They won't be shoulder to shoulder. They might be because they're all fucking. They're all in the bubble oh, anyway. They'll probably have. To. Oh, that's true. Everyone's getting tested. It doesn't matter at that point. Um, but just players everywhere watching. That's great. It's going to be phenomenal. Are you? Do you feel like it's going to be a bit weird at all? 
Um, a little bit, a little bit. Do you know what I've just remembered? We didn't give a proper intro. We said our names, then jumped straight in. Oh, welcome to the Low Block Podcast. Welcome to the this Low Block like Podcast. Episode 24 or something. <laughs> 12 minutes in. Oh, it's the Kobe episode. 24. Kobe! Let's go, Kobe! So, it's... For those who haven't listened to us before, <laughs> and have somehow listened to 13 minutes of us dribbling, um, we... We talk about basketball. <laughs> yeah, very obviously we're talking about basketball. This week, dude, has been a disaster. Yeah. It's been an absolute disaster. So, for those who... For, for returning listeners, we are not at the bachelor pad. We are not at the trap house. We are not at the... Crack den. Crack den. We are at our... I'm at my house. He's at his. We have to... Our schedules are conflicting. So, we have to mm-hmm. record this over, over um, a VoIP. So it's not gonna be it's not gonna be ideal, but you know, back back next week, back to regularly regularly scheduled programming. Look, I'm just happy to hear your sweet voice. Of course you are. I am yeah. too. I'm happy to hear my voice too. Do you? Do you actually like your voice? No, I hate it. No, okay. I I, I get laughed at a lot, but like I don't mind mine. I don't care for it. Like it's it's whatever. It's a voice. I don't think anything. Yeah, it's a it. voice. I get you're right. It's just a voice. I'm happy to have one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best true. way to put it. Speaking <laughs> of that, you like my Segu, mate? So, <laughs> obviously, the NBA is allowing players to put yeah. um, messages instead of their names on their jerseys to have yes. a voice. Um, have you? There was like fourteen players out of all of them that have not that have not decided I s- to. I saw. Was it Dinwiddie that put like trillion on yeah, his or something? That's going to be yep. for the national debt. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Which is kind of cool. Not um, yeah, no, not not him doing it. The, the debt itself. The debt is, is ridiculous. ridiculous. Yeah, but um, there was fourteen players that said they were, or at least undecided on what they would put on the back of their jersey. Um, I liked that the NBA is doing that. Um, I was about to ask, like, what your thoughts on that? Yeah, was. I like it. Use this time to use the voice and spread you have to get as much message out as possible. I. Okay, I'm probably going to be in the minority with this. I hate it. This feels corny. It feels like it feels like these games mean less in a weird way. Like it feels like these games aren't that important, so you can put whatever they want on the back of your jersey. Like trillion, unless you've looked at the reason why that is, it, it just looks like sense. a nickname. It doesn't make any sense. It just looks oh, like no, a nickname. Like this I guy probably just a trillion threes. Yeah, this is what this awful. feels like. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. This is what I'm getting from it. Like, I haven't seen any proper message on the back of the jersey that makes me go, wow, okay, that actually, that's worth putting on. Trillion just looks like he shoots a trillion threes. I, like, unless you know the backstory behind it, and gotcha. he, you see him with the microphone saying, it's because of the US's debt, yo. You just don't, you don't see it. So, I just, I don't know. I don't like it. It makes, makes these games feel like they're, they're not regular season games, and they don't mean as much. I hope that when they get to like the Western Conference Finals or at least the, the actual finals, they go back to the actual player jerseys. I hope so. But up until that point, yeah, if you want to put whatever you need to on the back, go for it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I If it's during the... Reg- like, there's only eight regular season games left, so they can do it. The Chicago bubble, they can do whatever the hell they want. No one's yeah, watching absolutely. anyway, so I don't care. You are but... 100% watching those games. Do not lie to me. I'm not watching them. I'm not You're not going to watch New York. Your Knicks. 
I'd be busy watching proper basketball. I love it, proper basketball. The Knicks don't play proper basketball. No, the, the Chicago bubble, if it happens, does not mean a single thing. I may as well be watching freaking Rico Hines runs. I can watch that on YouTube. Like, I don't get the Chicago bubble. I just don't. It's so We're much We're not money. getting into it. We're not getting into it. Oh, but um, you... You set me up only to knock me down. Absolutely. Not even knock you down. I'm, I'm, I'm blue ballsing you. Um, oh, you do it like every pod. I do. It's fun. You do. Um, getting you heated real quickly, then just stopping. Yeah, you're sadistic. That's what that is. Um, oh, I had a topic and now you've just flummoxed me. Put that on your Tinder profile. You've flummoxed me or I'm sadistic? I also don't you're have sadistic. a Tinder profile. Oh, yeah, you do. You Mr. put it on Single. yours. My buddy Mr. is sadistic. <laughs> what, what's that? How's that going to benefit me? <laughs> That'd be funny. Like, oh, I told Ellie about the fucking infidelity jokes we made last pod. She's like, <laughs> oh no, I might have to actually start listening to these now. Yes, she we won't. get another viewer. She so, won't. infidelity has one more good reason. No, not good reason. <laughs> I've worded that really badly. One. Infidelity has one positive. <laughs> One positive, it gets you a viewer, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm digging myself a really big hole You're right now. People, digging your grave. People don't cheat. Remain don't faithful. Remain, remain faithful, faithful. Just like, I've got a Segu for you. Oh, I love Segu. Yeah, you like it? Tobias Harris and, and uh, Bobby have reunited in a social distancing way. Did you see the video? No, I didn't. It's, uh, it, it's super cool. So, uh, Bobby... No, Toby is in like his, his apartment thing upstairs and then Bobby's downstairs like filming each other and they're just super happy to like be reunited. I love it. It's it's my favorite relationship in NBA's history, I think, is Toby NBA and Bobby. NBA history? They're just so, such goofballs. Would you rather me pick Crittenson and Arenas? <laughs> I don't really like that one. <laughs> I prefer Toby and Bobby. They're okay, just so wholesome. Fair Fair enough. I love that video where they're like trying to teach Bobby to dance, but because he's like seven foot nine, he just can't quite get his limbs to work properly. <laughs> yeah, he's like a newborn calf trying to <laughs> trying to walk. <laughs> yeah, but it, so all the players have pretty much entered the not all the players, all the teams at this point have pretty much entered the bubble. Mm-hmm. Some players are still yet to arrive, like Westbrook and and Jokic stuff like that. Um, but we're starting to see some some issues that players have with the the state of things in the bubble and mm-hmm. you're starting to see some of the personal things which which the players have brought into the bubble and i just wanted to touch on it because i thought that was real neat absolutely it's um, such a unique situation i just want to throw one thing and i saw it on instagram today but is it is it the okc play is it darius beasley is that his name uh i think so he, he made a post on insta saying i'm horrible at packing i got to the bubble and i realized i've only packed two pairs of shoes <laughs> <laughs> so it's assumingly one for games and one for not <laughs> it's funny because i'm just reading an article now pj tucker has packed upwards of 60 <laughs> that's my fucking boy <laughs> fucking love pj tucker yeah. you you love him he, oh, he is your spirit animal absolutely um, the sneaky king of the nba world yeah. and after games he just gives away his size 15 shoes to kids mm. it's bigger than their fucking skulls but he's like here you go <laughs> Here's a pair of hey. fucking rare bit of heat NBA Live sneakers from 2003. Hey. Like, what? I, I love that about PJ Tucker. It's great. He, A, he wears the shoes 
that he he collects, which mm. I I appreciate. And two, he just gives it away to actual fans. I, yeah. I like that stuff. I appreciate. He's not pretentious that. about it. Yeah. Um, apparently, he also has a deal with eBay going on where I'm not he can. Surprised. Yeah. Apparently, it's a sneaker deal is eBay. Everyone else has Nike or Adidas. He has eBay. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, they just let eBay hook him up with shoes or something. I don't know. It's just like he's on another level. Yeah. That's like, that's it's, the it's, fucking dream. It's crazy. Um, there was a thing, your boy Ish Smith. I don't care if it's not your boy. He's, but he's definitely your boy not now. my boy. <laughs> he's one on one, unfortunately. Um, but he he made a statement on on packing for the bubble, and I'll, I'll quote it. It was, I went to CVS and bought two of everything. I feel like Noah's Ark. <laughs> Going to Target to get skin cleanser for the bubble. I ain't no pretty boy, but I want to make sure I look presentable so my mum and dad don't disown me. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> he's, he's a goofball, man. That is goofy. I love it. I, I like Ish Smith. I hope he. I hope he does well. He's probably not going to make an impact. Is he still right. on? What team is he on? I actually don't know. He's been I around. I thought he was like, on he Detroit. Goes, yeah, he was on Detroit at some point. He goes from team to team to team. A like journeyman. there was a period. Yeah, there was a period where he was really just a journeyman. He was playing for like multiple teams throughout a year. It was. It was crazy. He's a decent player. But he's a, he's a bit undersized and he's just not that great overall. But he's decent. Yeah. He's like Frank Mason the third, who's always going to be one of my boys. Uh, you say um, decent overall, then you bring up Frankie, Frankie Bank. Look, okay, okay. Frank's not as good overall as Ish Smith. But Frank is a gun from three. And he sometimes is. that's all you need. He's like 5'9". He can't defend. He can't really pass. He, he can't really do anything but shoot. And, you know, in, in today's league... People got careers out of that. That's true. So bring back Frankie is all I'm asking. Um, you love anyone with the name Frank. No, I That's don't. what I've learned. No, I, I like Frank two Mason players Jr., named Frank. Frankie Smokes, Frank That's Kaminsky. Two. These are I all your like boys. I don't like Frank Kaminsky. How dare you? I'm not a fan of Frank Kaminsky. You're a fan of Frank Kaminsky the first, Frank's Kaminsky, Frank Kaminsky the second, <laughs> and Frank Kaminsky the third. Times. I'm not. I don't like Kaminsky. I can't <laughs> so, even pronounce his name. What's his name? name? What's his name? Kim, Kim, oh, I give up. Come, come, come. Coos. Coos. Frank Kuzma. No, there's. I this this means nothing. But but Coos brought a a sandwich press to the bubble, and I think that's that's fucking funny. Hilarious for some that's reason. Funny. Like I just all he's done is posted a photo. Of, of his sandwich press and he's got like a roll in there with some cheese and I just can't stop laughing at it. I think it's hilarious. That's funny. Um, apparently Luke is having issues with the internet speed in the bubble. Did you see that? No, I didn't. So he uh, brought his PS4 and apparently he was trying to play FIFA in his room. Of course he a, is. There was a big update to do in FIFA, which took 16 hours apparently. You know it's rough if like is the American internet speeds good way, compared to way here. better than ours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if that's taking a long time and is complaining about it, that that's a big deal, I guess. So. But of course that's... he's playing fucking FIFA. Every other NBA <laughs> player is playing Warzone or Fortnite, but of course the fucking Euro is playing FIFA with Jokic and Evan Fournier. <laughs> oh man, I forgot how good Fournier is. He's a real good player. Um, but to top it all off. Uh, Jar Morant has come out as one of the most humble guys and his quote, I quote, my room is fine. The food is fine. 
I'm not a silver spoon guy. I'm a ramen noodle guy. And that's it. He's not complaining about anything. He's not bringing anything special. He's just like, I'm not, I wasn't raised on a silver spoon. I'll take what I get. I love that. Tell me John Morant's not a superstar. He's that not. line itself made him a superstar. You're lying no, to yourself. He's not a superstar. John Morant's a superstar. He's not even an all-star. Yeah, but he deserved to be. If he was an all-star, he would have made the all-star game. You can't you. doubt that. I'll to be a superstar, you. you have to go through being an all-star. Nah, he, he's, but he's proved me wrong. He's just shot straight to superstardom. In your mind? Yeah, but But I'm no one everything. else's. What do you mean? You're the only one that doesn't think he's a superstar. I, who have you asked? Am I the only person you've asked? <laughs> so that would mean your, 50, your responses are 50-50 because you asked yourself. Fuck, you got me. You got me. I don't talk about John Moran with anyone else. You don't. You're scared. <laughs> I'm not scared. You no scared. One else... no. <laughs> don't, don't. I got some news which is going to make you shaking in your boots. <gasps> I got some proper freaking news. Go okay? for it. So touching on last week's pod, we were talking about a player, John Wall, and you said he ain't coming back. And you compared him to someone. Andre Robertson. Andre Roberson. Guess who's coming back? When? Andre Roberson. When? I mean, still no timeline yet. But but we now have quotes from multiple people, and I will source it and I'll quote in this pod here first. It's 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 a it's a proper Josh bomb. It doesn't mm-hmm. come off the tongue Hurry as well. Up. Hurry up. Andre Roberson has been doing full scrimmage practices and everything with all the players in training with, with the OKC team. Everyone loves him. Everyone's saying that he's looking really, really good. Mm-hmm. So he's not dead. Mm-hmm. He still plays basketball. Yep. And I'm about to, I'm going to give you some quotes. It's, it's not the most exciting news to you because you're a hater, but... Hurry. Andrew Burson... <laughs> Hurry. we got to make 40 minutes on this pod. No, you need to get through this quick because I need to slap you back with my rebuttal. <laughs> okay. Okay. So one of his teammates, I'll quote this, quoting... Uh, in, in regards to Andre Roberson. He gave me a lot of advice defensively on being able to go out and do what I do on a higher level. We kind of worked a little bit together since we've, uh, since we've got back. He's ready, ready to go. He's good. That's from one of his teammates. So he's alive and well. Uh, Chris Paul on Andre Roberson and being back in practice. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing ever. When I talk about a guy being a consummate teammate for a guy to go through all the things he's been through, I'm so happy for him. He's had some of the toughest times people wouldn't even know. So he's working with Chris Paul. I'm excited about that. We're about to see Point Roberson, another point guard. Let's go. Uh, Billy Donovan. Yeah, he might score a point. (laughs) Of bad efficiency. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Billy Donovan said he's practicing in everything, and I I quote, in everything. Um, So the coach, Chris Paul, has come out. One of his teammates have come out and said, the boy's practicing in everything. He's looking good. The team's praising him. I'm excited. Robertson's back after two and a half years. I heard quotes at the start of the season saying he's practicing. Mm-hmm. He's good. He's ready to go. <laughs> at the start of the season. So, I'd... what? But it wasn't from Billy Donovan. It wasn't from Billy Donovan. Yeah, you love Billy. All praise <laughs> Billy's word. <laughs> Fuck off. I heard at the start of the season, trainers and some players saying, nah, he's ready to go. Like, he looks good. And so I, it's been a while since, you know, the start of the fucking season. And guess what? Where is he? I don't know where you heard that. Because Sitting I was on the couch actually eating talking, Cheetos. 
I was talking with people about Andrew Burson the start of the year. Don't ask me why. I just was. And the start of the year is when he came out and said that he his return got delayed because of his knee injury. He still had to rehab on it. So you're obviously reading some weird news, buddy. Because I've been following Roberson since day one. Yeah, I got the, the Roberson of nothing man. still yet to play. <laughs> I don't know what news source you're reading from, but I don't know. The I Roberson, read it somewhere that he was ready to go. Start you of the probably year. read it, it from the He's Onion reading. or something. The it was onion. the Onion. That's what you were reading. Why the fuck would the Onion <laughs> reporter Andre Roberson? To get people like you. Yeah, Andre. It yeah, happened. They, they had a post. Onion put up a post saying John Moore and Andre Roberson definitely playing this year. Bro, when Andre Burson has his first game back, the world is going to go nuts. They're going to say, gonna be who? wild. <laughs> the guy who used but to score honestly, five points a game? Honestly. He was a top three perimeter player in the entire league. I said five points a game. I didn't tell okay. you anything about his defense. Yeah, but you you got like you don't give shit about Draymond. Draymond scores shit all. Yeah, but he but gets Draymond assists. Was- yeah, kind of. Like, he passes the ball well. How is how is Reversen meant to get assists? Have you did you see the team he's been playing for? I'm not taking this Reversen slow. Even when he I've had, had Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook on the team, how many assists did he average? Look it up right now. Kevin Durant didn't play spot up. He was on ball all the time. Same with Westbrook, and the other team didn't really have that many shooters. How many? What? I'm gonna look up uh, Andre Reversens. Career assists. What did he average? How is he meant to get assists on that team? Stop They're blaming two the players. team. I'm not blaming the team. I'm defending Roberson. <laughs> you keep slandering my man. So he was wh- a top how three okay, perimeter stop. defender. Stop, stop, Do you stop. like Tony Allen? Because everyone loves Tony Allen. And the man defended. I'm going to ask Roberson you. is a defender. I'm going to ask you a few questions about Andre Roberson and his career stats. What he averaged. All his right? stats don't matter. He's a perimeter defender. And a fucking liability on everything except that. He's a like. If you run the offense through him, then he's a liability. When he's you when don't you're on run the offense, him, you have four you players on the fucking court. Did you see Memphis? Run everything through Tony yeah, Allen. Yeah, and Memphis no, weren't successful. They, did not. they weren't defended. successful. That's what he did. You do not run Memphis things through Memphis have never Burson. been successful. Memphis? They had such a good run with that grit and grind team. Are you joking? Talk. Look, I'm going to ask you questions about Andre Roberson's <laughs> career averages. All right? Oh, they're gonna be We're so going to have to mute the last fucking two minutes of us screaming <laughs> into the mics. Sorry, anyone. You're not blue ballsing me now. Maybe we just beep all those and pe- make, pe- make people think it's actually worse than it is. <laughs> you know I have nothing I mean? bad to say about Robertson, though. Okay, <laughs> so... Look, uh, let's say uh, points. How many points do you think is average in his career? Three. 4.6. Okay. Okay. That's better than I thought. He hit a height of 6.6 6 in 2016. Of bad efficiency, right? Um, no. No. You tell me 46. this man can be... 46 oh, he can be an efficient scorer. Let's go. <laughs> Point row person. Okay. Let's get a look at what... <laughs> so far, this is in my favor, by okay. the way. Okay. What is his rebounds averaged? Uh, rebounds? Yeah. Three? Four. Okay, better than I thought. From a 6'7 guy, 
He averaged four rebounds. Yeah, with a team full of big men that can actually get the rebound and him playing on the perimeter. What? How many assists do you think he's averaged over his career? Two. 0.9. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's a bit disgusting. I'm not going to lie. That's that's pretty gross. That's really bad. That's pretty gross. What about how blocks? Many minutes? What about blocks? 0.5. 0.7. So just above what okay. you thought. Okay. He's not a blocker. He's a, he's a perimeter defender. <clears throat> yeah. They're very different. Minutes played per game. What has he averaged? Uh, I don't know. 20? 23. Yeah. So, okay. That, that assist number is way too low for 23 minutes. Hasn't even game. averaged one assist for his career, averaging 20. That's In- really bad. But, he play, at but one him point, coming he back now, thirty minutes a game, and averaged one assist. Can you, you imagine? He needs to play thirty minutes a game. What? He needs to play thirty minutes a game. Let's and go. get one assist. <laughs> Bro, you've got freaking Shea, Schroeder, and Chris Paul getting assists. You do not need Roberson getting assists. I'll tell you that much. You do not need it. This man just needs to defend. And you know what? 46% from the field. Start shooting, buddy. It's going to be Start three shooting. years since he played by the time he comes back. <laughs> three years. His, his contract would have been up as well. I don't know why he's still with the team right now. <laughs> oh, my fucking God, dude. Can I, can I ask you a question? Legitimately. Oh, my God. What's I... his free throw percentage? What's his free throw percentage? This one's the worst. Oh, no. 56. Point forty six. He's up forty six percent free throw shooting. Oh, that's horrendous. How many free throws does he average? Four. Zero point nine. Ooh. Ooh. Oh no. He so, doesn't even average one free throw oh, no. a game. Oh no. So look, he's got some flaws. Okay. <laughs> I'll admit it. He's not perfect. But he'd be a very good acquisition now, considering his contract is up with OKC by the yeah. time he comes back. No, yeah, look, uh, by the time he comes back, uh, the league will be done. Robots will be playing, and there's no <laughs> need for humans anymore. How dare you? And no, at that point, you. he's a cyborg. Like, he's, he's just got a Bro, metal leg. I don't, I don't slander your, your piece of shit, Zach Levine. I've got a much. theory, right? What's your theory? If Andre Roberson says, guys, I can come back right now, but I have to have a metal leg. Does the NBA let him play? He's under con- Let's say he's under contract, but he has a metal leg. Does the NBA I've, let him play? Believe it or not, I've thought about this <laughs> before. I'm like, what happens if NBA players have artificial limbs? Right? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a conversation for another day, but I actually don't know if they'd be allowed. At that point, I feel like you'd have to go to the Special Olympics. Cybernetic implants? Yeah, like that, that's, it could be deemed as performance enhancing. And like, can you imagine if, if you've got, if both your legs are like made out of vibranium or some shit, some like Wakandan stuff, right? (laughs) Adamantium? Yeah, like how are you getting injured at that point? Like it means you could keep running, jumping for good, but you could just get them in anticipation to say that, you know, oh, I had an injury, I had to get these. You know, no what does the league do at that point? Yeah, exactly. I might, I might write, 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 write a Adam Silver a letter. <clears throat> yeah, I'm going to write him a letter. I'm not going to write Woj a letter, that's for sure. Why not? Oh, you didn't see it. No, I didn't. What happened? Oh, okay. So this dropped this morning. This dropped this morning. And I love Woj. And now, now I'm a big believer. He, he is, 
he is holy. He is everything good in the world. Okay. And so I'll, I'll, dro- I'll drop it on you. I'm going to give you another Josh bomb. I don't like it. It doesn't sound good, but I'm going to do it anyway. So one of the senators... You could call it a uh, flavor bomb. The flavor bomb. Flavor, like, like taste? Oh, flavor. But no one's going to get that. It's not even how I meant to pronounce my last name. I told you this. My last name is not even pronounced. Yeah, no, flavor, it's pronounced. Say flavor. It's yeah. It's pronounced differently. Yeah. It's pronounced yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's pronounced. It's pronounced yeah. It's pronounced, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there was a senator that sent um, Wojin uh, an email to you know suggest making NBA jerseys for this bubble that are pro uh, police and, and pro military. Basically the opposite of Black Lives Matter. Why the fuck would they send it to Woj? And why would that... Oh, have you, have you ever been so disconnected? Mm-hmm. And you know what Woj emailed back from his fucking iPhone? What did he say? Two words. Fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> fuck you. Yes! And it, it literally... It was fuck you, and then the signature was sent from iPhone. <laughs> that was it. The signature so, should have been the gif. It's just a picture of Woj with the with the sunglasses slowly floating down. <laughs> oh, I fucking love so, Woj. Yeah, I, I love it. That is the best response you can have. But unfortunately, he's now being investigated for it because the ESPN don't stand for that. And he's, he's an um, employee of ESPN. As a um, senator, how quote... can you be so fucking tone yeah, deaf? To... I know. Ugh. So this is from ESPN, um, I'll quote. Uh, it is inexcusable for anyone working for ESPN to respond in the way uh, Adrian did to Senator Hawley. That was the senator that sent him the email initially. Uh, we are addressing uh, it directly with Adrian and specifics of those conversations will remain internal. I don't so, think, I don't think, it's a slap on the wrist because what's, if, if ESPN let Woj go, well, Woj goes somewhere else and Woj is still fucking Woj. Woj is, in my opinion... The most powerful man in the NBA. He, oh, Adam Silver. I mean, besides that, like, yeah, if you want to spread in, in terms any of, kind of misinformation, in terms of to, someone to that's not in the head office, Woj is the yeah. most powerful. He has yeah. every you, fucking source. Yes, absolutely. Um, and and Woj did come out with a statement, uh, and I'll quote. Um, I was disrespectful and I made a regrettable mistake. I'm sorry for the way I handled myself and I'm reaching out immediately to Senator Hawley to apologize directly. I also need to apologize to my ESPN colleagues because I know my actions were unacceptable and should not reflect uh, on any of them. So he has come out and apologized, but you know that shit's real. He literally told Senator, just fuck you. Yeah. What a stupid email to send to Woj. Ridiculous. Like like you said, how, how tone deaf do you have to be with everything going on how about you make some jerseys which are pro-police and pro-military? There's been pro-military jerseys before. All the mm. San Antonio camo ones are for Spurs military. and Toronto did it. Yeah. Fuck's sake. It's just, yeah. That, that is my favorite bit of news I woke up to this morning. I saw Woj was in, in some shit and I'm like, what the hell has this man done? Because he's so beloved by everyone and you mm-hmm. can't really touch him. Turns out he just told some dude, fuck you. <laughs> like, I love it. And my, my favorite thing is the fact that he wasn't sent even from iPhone. He, he didn't go to his iPhone. computer. He did not go to yeah. his fucking computer. I was like, don't waste this my man, time. Because you can see he sent it at 8.58 in the morning. So he woke up, rolled over, got his phone, saw the email from Senator Hawley, just said, fuck you, went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I love it. I love oh. it. So that, that's my favorite bit of news this, this week. 
we're gonna have to touch on something um i don't really want to because it just it's upsetting and annoys me a little oh, bit easy. Stephen Jackson's an idiot. Yeah, just, I don't want to go into it too much, but Stephen Jackson, you've, oh, you've done so a lot I'll, of good I'll, stuff. I'll do it but, for you. Oh. I'll, I'll do it for you. We, we don't need to go into it. But if, if anyone is listening and you're not familiar with what's happening with, with Stephen Jackson, he has quoted some really, really harsh ideology, uh, which relates to Nazism and Louis Farrakhan. I was exposed to Farrakhan back in the early 2000s, thanks to Nazia Jones. Shout out to him. Um, he is a very prominent figure in the African-American community. He is essentially a preacher, but a very hateful one. He's essentially a, a black supremacist in a way, uh, but he kind of gets away with it because there aren't a lot of them in the world and it's quite a niche thing. So if you're unfamiliar with it, just look into it. Uh, I, I feel like people should be held accountable for, for what they're saying. It, it, it's quite appalling that Stephen Jackson has had no repercussions. I feel bad that Matt Barnes had to deal with this because they have a very successful podcast mm-hmm. and I actually really like Matt Barnes. He's a very intellectual person. He has a lot to say and he provides really, really good content, mm-hmm. both as a player and a human as a, and as a podcast, podcast host. So I feel for him. I feel for everyone that is having to deal with Stephen Jackson double downing. Triple on, downing, on quadruple saying. downing. Yeah, yeah, he just keeps saying it and, and not apologizing for it and not stepping back. So I feel for the people that have to deal with that. Um, uh, Adam Silver's Jewish himself, uh, which I, I didn't know. No, there I didn't are some uh, African American Jewish players in the NFL which <clears> have not um, come out and said anything. So just look into Louis Farrakhan if, if you're not familiar with it. Uh, look into what Stephen Jackson's saying and just don't let this slide. That's all I'll say. Uh, Stephen Jackson should have some form of repercussions. Unfortunately, I was a fan of Stephen Jackson. I like the podcast he does. I liked him as a player. Uh, uh, but unfortunately, he's just really, really left... Um, a bad taste. Left this whole situation uh, with a bad taste in my mouth. I will always sad to look see at him. him differently now. Yeah, because he, he always had a, an image of like that bad boy that didn't give a shit. He, he um, felt like I, the people's champ. Like he was, he was a yeah. man of the people, um, and he still is, but... The, the anti-Semitic fucking posts and people, he just, he's, he's, he doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. He doesn't and get it. it's, it's just really sad to see because he's not listening to anyone else. He is. And it's, it's just the way it is. There, there are people that they're just the way they are. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, Stephen Jackson is, is, is a racist. There's, there's just no way around it. He, he's come out and had some really racist remarks and ideology. There's no way around it. He's, he's come out and is He's just doubling down on it and, and supporting a, a racist movement. So that's all I say on it. We don't want to touch on it because we've, we've got some... This week's had a lot of good news. That's just been the unfortunate news. Look yeah. into it. Um, because, yeah, the, the, the whole ideology and the Louis Farrakhan support is, is just brutal. And there are actually a lot of players in the NBA which support Louis Farrakhan, yeah. which is quite frustrating. Um, I know our boy Patrick Beverly is one of them. Um, but... You know, it, it is what it is. Look into it. We don't support it here. We don't yeah, support any kind of hate speech not. and whatnot. So it's just sad. We love absolutely. Stephen Jackson, but unfortunately after this, we, you know, we're going to have to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Let's get on to a lighter topic. Lighter topic. Do you have any bit of news or do you want to talk about some sleepers in the league? The only thing I was going to bring up, if you didn't, was Jamal Crawford, but you got there. So let's talk about some sleeper teams. Sleeper teams in the league. Let me start, start <clears> with yours. My biggest sleeper team, um, a team at the start of the season, I was thinking, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat. 
They're, are they a sleeper? No one thought they would make the playoffs. No one thinks they're going to do shit in the playoffs. Okay, okay. You're selling me on a narrative. I like it. Right? I like it. <clears throat> okay, they Coming were the underdogs season, from day one. 100%. What stars did they have? They had Jimmy Butler and that's it. Bam yeah. Adebayo, who's created his own stardom. Tyler Hero has stepped into a fucking role. Kendrick Nunn and Duncan mm. Robinson are, are, are just stepping up and doing it. But still, no one thinks they can actually make a splash in this playoffs. But guess what? They can because they're fucking Bulldogs. They're yeah, people always team. forget that, that Dragic is coming off the bench for this team as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. He's taking a fucking hit. He's saying, I'm going to come off the bench, but mm. that's what's best for the team. And this team is with good. picking up Iggy, with picking up um, Big Dreadlock Man, what's his name? Uh, Jay Crowder, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Solomon Hill. You like Solomon Hill, but they're a they're a sleeper team, and I think they can actually do something, especially in the East. That's a good pick. Okay, so how do you feel? I I think they'll they'll demolish Brooklyn. They'll they'll demolish uh, Indiana, especially without <clears throat> Oladipo. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. they'll demolish a lot of the Eastern teams. But how do you feel? Not including the Bucks and whatnot, because they're they're absolutely top tier. How do you feel they'll do against um, Philly? Philly, I'm just curious. It, I, feel? I feel like it's a big matchup because I feel like Bam could do a better job against Giannis than he could mm-hmm. against Embiid. Because okay. Bam's quick. He's he can he can not saying he can well, keep the, up the, with the Giannis, but I... he can he can keep up with him more than like Embiid would bully him in the post too much. But he's quick enough to keep up with Giannis a little bit, if that makes sense. The reason I, I use Philly as an example is because they're such an oddity in both conferences. <clears throat> Okay. It's such a big boy team where if you you can kind of throw them against any team and you'd have to think about how your team's actually going to go. Because I don't think any team's going to walk through Philly. No. So, But I also think Philly's going to struggle as well. It's, it's Philly's a weird team. Yeah, so I, I like to put them as like as the median for okay. like, how's your team going to do against Philly? If it does very, very well, then chances are your team's going to be very, very good. Um, but if, so if the Philly's way I think about it, you, is Jimmy Butler is going to be on Ben Simmons and he's going to give him all the space at three in the world, right? That means mm-hmm. he can help on the inside. For when Embiid goes yep. down, in, down in the fucking post against Bam, the moment that happens, mm-hmm. Jimmy back, Jimmy fucking comes to help on that double team. Um, yep. Like, they're not going to, they're going to like the shoot in Miami's interior defense and they're, they're just a great defensive team. <clears throat> yeah. That are going to be able to switch really well with Jimmy and Bam and Duncan Robinson. <clears throat> and they're going to just be able to switch constantly. They run small balls, so it'll be big boys against small ball. But yeah. I think, I, Heat are my sleeper team. I think they can really, really make a push for it against these top tier teams. Yeah. So you're not saying they'll win the, win the chip or anything like that. It's just they'll make a damn good run. They'll make a damn good run. And they could. Like, I could see them beating any of these teams based off matchup. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, they yeah, could absolutely. do it. I can't count them out. It's not like we're talking about Orlando or anything no, like that. Orlando, no. I have zero hope. Like, regardless of the matchup, I just don't believe in Orlando. But I do with Miami. I see you put you can practically put Miami against any team, and I can see a way where they pull out with the victory. They, like, they're a team with a lot of heart and a lot of good little pieces that have proven themselves throughout this year. The start of the year, they were nothing. No one thought them to be fucking anything. But they've proven yeah. that they deserve to be up in that top spot. But no one thinks of them up there yet. So they're still that underdog, that sleeper team. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like Miami are more of a bulldog team than the Clippers. Yes, 100%. I, but everyone you know, refers to the Clippers as like the bulldog team. Because they look at Patrick Bev. 
Yeah. Patrick Bevan and, and Montrez. Yeah. Because they're very polarizing personalities. But I think Miami... Because everyone is on board with Jimmy Butler. Absolutely. And, and the way he it, wants to run They're the it, fucking so dog pound. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Th- what a throwback. They're a fucking... The dog pound. I dog like pound. it. I like that a lot. So... Miami was actually going to be my initial pick as well, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I I didn't think they were much of a sleeper. But you're right; they are. They've been an underdog since day one. Um, mine was actually going to be Philly. I because I, I feel like it's a similar situation where people have just counted out Philly. A because they don't get home court anymore, mm-hmm. um, and the team's just kind of been a disaster this year, especially with Al Horford. It's just been an absolute disaster. With They've been all over the place and coming off the bunch. Yeah, so it's been rough. And we don't know if Joel Embiid thinks he's going to lose 50 pounds because of the food in the bubble. (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's a lot. Yeah. So did you see that? He posted a photo. It was like um, me after a few weeks in the bubble. And it was him in 2011 in Cameroon when he was stick thin. (laughs) I've not seen that. I imagine like when he goes home to Cameroon, he eats so much fucking Cameroonian food. I imagine he just stuffs his face. Because I I doubt he'd get like really authentic Cameroonian food in Philly. No, absolutely not. He he is going to like pig the F out when he's there. Uh-huh. Him and Jokic are going to share like, I would do the same thing. Just Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You didn't see it right now, but I was doing the, the, the Charles Barkley churro thing. It, it, there's things we can't get when we're not together. We can't do hand movements. I've been shaking my hands around this whole fucking Dude, time. Dude, same. I'm, I'm a very. I, I use my hands a lot when I talk, so you don't get to see it. But no. just know that I'm doing it. <laughs> just, it's I'll the just, same. I'll, I'll imagine it. Yep, I'm imagining it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Philly's my team, just purely for the fact that Ben Simmons has stepped up defensively this year so much. He's one of the best defensive players in the league. He's versatile through one through five. He can mm-hmm. guard every single position. Offensively, he hasn't shot, but he still has found a way to slither through and, and get his buckets, especially when Joel Embiid isn't on the floor. So I imagine that Brett Brown will try run the two in split minutes for the yep. most part. They'll obviously have to play on the court at the same time, but they will try and utilize Ben Simmons offensively when Joel Embiid's getting a breather because he's going to need one if he's you know not getting the food that he wants. But Joel Embiid is... He's, figuratively and literally very, very hungry, especially after what happened last off-season. So I anticipate him to be absolutely ruthless. I don't have a lot to back that up because he's been very lackluster this season. But post-season Embiid, I hope he gets his his mind in check and his focus is there. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, Al Horford, I I know, is, is very, very confident in the playoffs. He's very reliable in the playoffs. So I'm I'm confident he'll just do his role. I don't want to fixate on on the negatives uh, that he's had this year, and I, I'm confident Shake Melton he'll come up. He'll be a, a very good spark plug guy. Mm-hmm. I think Tobias Harris <clears throat> will be a reliant 15 to 20 points per game player throughout the playoffs every series. He should be getting more considering his contract, but I'll take what I can get. And I feel like that's enough to to win some series. I mean, let's not forget that you know last series with with toronto they lost by one shot yeah it was the final they took the champs to to a game seven like the team is is good and i just feel like people just aren't aren't very happy with the team right now and not wanting to to even watch them play but i think philly can be a very scary team much like they're they're kind of like in a weird way not as much of the underdogs as miami but they're definitely a forgotten team since last off season yeah absolutely and or postseason sorry 
and I, I feel like they can really do some damage. So I'm, I'm here to see what Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons can do. Absolutely. I had one other one that I was considering, which is the Thunder. Um, oh, I had them too. Yeah. That was going to be my next one. Um, the three-guard death lineup they've ran this year has just like yeah. smoked teams out the building. Chris Paul's been hitting every game winner. Um, they've revitalized after a giant swap around. And mm. no one thought they'd do this well. Gallo, their three guards, have just been running the fucking floor. Um, and yeah, they're a sleeper team. They could beat... Like, they could take a series. Are <clears> you <throat> more confident in OKC or Houston? Houston. Houston. Okay. What if I told you that the reason why um, Westbrook isn't there because he apparently has COVID as well? Houston. So you take Houston over OKC without Westbrook? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Especially since they now have Luke Mabar Mute. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. But the anti Woj bomb, I forgot. <laughs> Harden, there's a narrative that Harden is shit in the playoffs. It's not. He he runs out of gas at the conference finals, but he's he like he doesn't play bad in the playoffs. And I just I he's I just gonna mixed, come out and score. I have mixed emotions with, with Harden in the playoffs. I don't think he's a bad player in the playoffs. I think anyone that calls Harden a bad player in the playoffs just doesn't watch basketball. Mm-hmm. I think it's that simple. My issue lies within that whole offensive scheme. You can't run that scheme and win a chip. Like, Harden is not going to be efficient every night. We can't Most argue this again. We argue this no, I'm, like I'm not, every I'm two weeks. <laughs> no, it's not every two weeks. It's, it's been a while. But, like, that, my issue isn't with Harden. I think he's a, he's a phenomenal, phenomenal player. It's just that scheme just doesn't fucking work, which is why I really am excited to see Westbrook. Uh, you know, hopefully he, he doesn't have COVID and is actually healthy and, and able to play from day one because that team still needs more practice and, and, and you know, gelling with that chemistry. Yeah, play time. But I feel like Westbrook is that, that anomaly where oh, how do we defend this compared to what... Because Houston have run the same thing for the past few years, yeah. the exact same thing. You know, even when they had Chris Paul, it wasn't Westbrook. Westbrook is phenomenal in getting to the ring yeah and he just does so many things which you don't expect whereas the rest of houston's offense is exactly what you'd expect so i i, I want him there because i th- i think he'll be honestly the de- the deciding factor he's not like he was in okc in okc it was all ran through him mm-hmm. so you knew what to expect but with this it's ran through harden with a side piece of westbrook and that's scary. That's that's honestly scary. So I think he does help mix things up with Houston. He absolutely I don't think, does. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're definitely not a sleeper. We're not putting them on the sleeper list. But I do think they're a team to keep an eye out for, assuming Westbrook is, is healthy and ready to play, because everything else is set up for Westbrook to be the perfect complementary piece in that scheme. Because they haven't had a player that complements uh, Harden uh, as well as Westbrook before. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's probably, you know, a, a bit of a hot take because people love Chris Paul. And, uh, Chris and Paul whatnot, didn't compliment but... Harden. He was a Harden light. Yeah, they, they were both essentially, you know, not the same player, but they had so many similar qualities. They ran Chris they... Paul like they'd run Harden. And of course yeah. it didn't work the same. So now they're going with someone that would compliment him as opposed to imitating. It It's very reminiscent and it's going to sound a bit weird, a bit weird but... The old school Golden State team with Bonte and Steph Curry, they tried to run it through both of them, just two ball dominant guards very early on. You know, it was the tail end of Monte's career and the start of Steph Curry's career. It just didn't work. It was, 
you know, one possession, it'll be all Monte. And the next possession, it'll be all Steph Curry. It doesn't work. They eventually moved off Monte and ran it all through Steph Curry. And then they found the perfect complementary piece and uh, Draymond and Clay Thompson. And it worked very well. Mm -hmm. It felt like the same thing with Chris Paul and James Harden. It was just two players, very two, just too similar. Yeah. You have to run them both almost identical. And you can't bring out the best of Chris Paul if you're running him like you are James Harden. Yeah. So... I, I just I, I like Westbrook on this team, and I, I'm excited to to see them in the playoffs because they they could make a really good run. I think I think he'll be ready for playoffs. He might not be back for the rest of the season, but I think he'll be back for playoffs. Um, yeah. Uh, we're we're running low on time, so we might have to wrap it up soon. Do you have any more other sleeper teams? No, that's it. That's I think we we pretty much had had them all. Okay, see, so I'm glad you touched on. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, that wraps it up. Easy peasy. Um, uh, thank you, anyone who listened to this rambling, screaming podcast. <laughs> this is it's the been loudest a while, that's we've been sure. in a while. Um, yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook, like us on Instagram, rate us five stars, listen to us on Anchor, Google Pod, Spotify, Apple Pod. Um, tell your friends about us. Hit us up for a sticker. I, if you want a t-shirt, I'll make one. I, I'll do it by <laughs> hand. I don't mind. Um Tell your friends about us. We, we do this pod every week. We love it, but we'd love it even more if more people listened. Give us yeah, feedback. And your DMs, your DMs are still open. The DMs are still so. open. Um, and give us feedback. If there's parts of the pod you don't like, tell, let us know. Yeah, you can rant about it if you want. Yeah, exactly. I'm all about it. If you want to send me a hate-filled message, go for it. I'll forward it on to Josh. <laughs> You're asking for hate mail. <laughs> That's exactly point, what you're asking at for. At this point, I just want mail. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man, the low block, the saddest pod on the universe. <laughs> Let's go. The loneliest pod. <laughs> okay, uh, thank you very much, guys. Have a good week. All right, goodbye, people. Love you, bye.